Science Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is February 16, 2023. Most don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the shofar? Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for you should or not. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. And the phone number is 620-878-4682, 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency, the cell number is 316-619-4886, 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church and the radio program archives. All of our contact information is on our ministry hub which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Remember, we're a national satellite radio program, which is simulcast live on the net internationally. It's on some independent FM stations with four different MP3 streams, Twitch, Rumble, Phone Bridge, and picked up by every podcaster out there. Okay, let's thank our listener base in worldwide places like Waterford, Ireland, Bradford, the United Kingdom, Toronto, Canada, and in the USA, we have Raleigh, North Carolina, Ann Arbor, Michigan, San Jose, California, and Hutchinson, Kansas is the largest group of listeners that listen to it when it posts to the podcast later at branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Yeah, and actually, I need to change that, so I'll fix it. Yeah, I'm going to fix some wording here, folks. Anyway... Um, to make it simpler for my wife, because it is confusing. Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, I pray, Father, I pray, read it or not, goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, in your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, now we'll have our song. Exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you tell me. Understand what I'm trying to say Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today If the button is pushed There's no running away There'll be no one to save With the world in a grave Take a look around you, boy It's bound to scare you, boy And you tell me Sitting here, just contemplating. I 
cats with the truth. It knows no regulation. Handful of senators don't pass legislation. And marches alone can't bring integration. When human respect is disintegrating. This whole crazy world is just too frustrating. And you tell me. Reasonable service 
living sacrifices. That means keeping yourself holy. That's a sacrifice because your body wants to sin. You know, no matter what, it wants to sin. It's called the flesh. Yeah, that's natural, yeah. Yeah, and it's natural. You know, it's built into us. But anyway, go on. Hear the rest of it. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as Yahweh has, has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one member members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportions of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortion. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Uh, I said a, I said a whore or something. It's a bore, yeah. A bore that which is evil and despise it, yeah. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Uh, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Uh, dis- Distrib- distributing distributing to the necessities of saints given the to hostil- hospitality, uh, hospitality. Um, bless them which pers- persecuted you and bless not and bless and not curse that's real hard uh, yeah, yeah that's real hard re- when you read the rest of it I'll address it rejoice rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep be of the same mind one toward one another be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but con- condense it, it to condescend. condescend it to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceit. Re- recompense to one to know man evil for evil. Uh, provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you live peaceably. peaceably peaceably with all men dearly beloved avenge not yourselves but rather give peace unto wrath for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay saith the Lord therefore if thine enemy hunger feed him if he thirst give him drink it, for in so doing thou shalt reap coals of fire on the head on his head be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah, be, be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do good to those people that do you bad. In other words, you're supposed to defeat all these things by love. You know, and yes, it, you said a while ago, well, that's really hard. Well, you're not supposed to curse those people. You're supposed to pray for their salvation to draw them to them. And I agree with my wife. It is very, very hard to do it. But somewhere in there, that's where this uh, revival broke out. Now, at Ashbury, Jim Shorts, a professor, said the sweet spirit of adoration of the Lord is what has marked the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It started on February or 8th. Shorts said by 8 p.m. on February 3rd, the Hughes Auditorium 13th. 13th was filled to capacity, and two other chapels across the street on the school seminary campus were also full of worshipers. Decision Report, Decision, that's Decision Magazine, reported, he said, it's praise and worship, but it's going 24-7. We're responding to our Maker. We're responding to His love, and that's what it feels like. It feels like love. The presence of Yahweh is love. I think so much of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit has been marked by His people coming to know that Yahweh loves Him. And that's who Yahweh is. That's the heart of Yahweh. Charity Johnson, a member of the Asbury Chapel worship team, said, allowing Yahweh to 
Well, they're saying God, so I'll use that. God to have his face and welcome his spirit in, I believe, is what gave people this comfortability to just come in to the altar and not feeling like this is a quick thing, let's go to class. It's just made possible. Uh, it's made people see that it's okay to just sit in his presence and not just rush off to the next thing. So people being in one accord and being in agreement with just letting the Spirit lead, I believe is what is inviting God, as they say, just come and move like he did. The prayer now has even spread uh, the report to students from the University of Kentucky, the University of Cumberland's Purdue University, Indiana Wesley University, Ohio Christian University, Transylvania University, Midway University, Lee University, Georgetown College, Mount Vernon Nazareth University, and more. Fox News reported, at, <coughs> reported Asbury President Kevin Brown said, We would say there is just a spirit of the Lord in this place, really, burrowed its way into our hearts and minds of our students, staff, facility, and our community. It just gives me so much hope that this next generation, this generation Z generation, does not have to be defined by anxiety. Fox noted Asbury University, which was founded in 1860 or 1890, is not uh, formally affiliated with any Christian denomination, but it has its roots in the Wesley Holiness movement that merged Methodism in the 19th century. An earlier, well, we're not going to go into all those. Okay, so, uh, amen, there's a, there's this revival going on, and I do have one thing that I want to, I want you to just it's read growing. this one. That's what's enthusing. What? It's exciting because it's spreading. It's, it's not only in one college, it's going to all the colleges. Right. And here's what I want people to understand about this, and then I'll address it. This is from a CBN News article, but uh, I want you to read this much. Social media aside, what's happening at Asbury is being called a genuine move of God. The real deal, the mul for multiple reasons. There's no high-profile leader, and there's nothing glittery. Glitchy. Glitzy, glitzy going on either. Asbury Chapel is configured simple. Uh, there are no large projection screens or fancy lightings. It's just persistent prayer, heartfelt worship, an open altar call, and wood, uh, wooden sanctuary chairs filled with people who are hungry for God. Yeah, this uh, sincere move of the Holy Spirit has gone viral on Instagram and on TikTok. Videos ha hashtag with the words Asbury Revival are drawing millions of views. <coughs> CBN News checked Instagram Thursday morning for uh, a a Asbury Revival, and there are more than 1,000 videos currently circulating on the site. On TikTok, the same hashtag had more than 24.4 million views as of Wednesday. And that's not all. Just type in Asbury Revival on Twitter, fa Facebook, or YouTube to see multiple posts and videos of the revival. Okay. Well, amen. This look, so far it does look genuine. We're not getting any uh, reports of weird people falling on the floor and doing barking or all those things where we've had some of these other fake ones, you know, and everything. And so we'll watch it, and we'll see, and we'll keep you people informed. But and you don't need me to do it. Um, Ash, type in Ashbury Revival and go on TikTok or Twitter or Facebook and see what it says and pull it up. But could be genuine. Pray for it. Um, somebody on, on Facebook pointed out a while ago, he said, well, oh, don't be deceived. This is a fake move from uh, from the devil. Well, but he had no proof at all whatsoever. And so everybody was asking, well, what's your proof? Here's the point. Yeah. It could be if it has some bad things, but we haven't seen any of the bad things. And this, is like this, there is no high-profile leader. It was just a prayer war. It was just a simple meeting. You know what I mean? It wasn't meant to be a revival. Well, it wasn't meant to be. that up. I want to read that part right there, what it was. It says, think about this. This is a room full of hungry next-generation students in chapel in chapels at Ashbury, adoring Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's glorious all in itself right there. Yeah, There's nothing evil especially. about that. And, of course, we're going to say it's evil because it's good. Especially what's going on in, a, in most of the colleges and among the young people, you know. So this is a, a not something that, I mean, you know, this is something this great. This is great news. You know, 
and so we'll pray for it. Of course, you have to test all things. Like I said back to the guy, I did answer back on Facebook. I said, well, you know, yeah, there is going to be end-time deception at the light and fake revivals going on. But there's also, during the time of the end, and always in time of trouble, there's always genuine revival, too. So we don't know. Offer some proof before you make accusations. You know, and that's what we try to do here on, on our radio program is we try to define truth. Sometimes we mess up on words, you know, but um, that's why we always list the articles, which means you can go over to prophecyhour.com and you can find articles on this and, uh, you know, type in radio or go in and, and uh, just type in revival on the search engine or there's a drop-down menu for various uh, uh, topics. Hit radio, and uh, this one from CBN will be over there in radio. You know what I mean? So you can check it out for yourself. That's what you're supposed to do is test all things, test all things. Right. And so, yeah, amen. I hope it is, and, and I'm going to do some, some looking up myself. I haven't seen the videos of it yet, but I'm fixing to because I didn't realize it would be on TikTok. Of course, I haven't been using TikTok since they demanded to know my age. <laughs> yeah, it says now to use TikTok, you got to tell them your age. Well, you know, it's none of their business. I'm 67 years old, but I don't trust it. It's a Chinese Well, I think company. you got to tell them all how old you are. Yeah, well, yeah, I do. I They're demanded it. You know. Anyway, anyway, moving right along, um, tell us where they can find us. We'll go to break. You can find all of our contact information, radio program archives, uh, mission updates, everything's over at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Go away, Pastor Dan will be right back. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book will help you to find the truth. If you really look for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It will settle into your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trip. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. 1 for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friends. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it, and it's going to help them to really find the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib 1 at prophecyclub.com In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you.
We're back. This is Pastor Dan in Linda Catlin. And you're listening to Size Branch Prophecy Hour on America Voice Radio Network. I want to play something for you folks. I hope my mic picks it up to see what happens. Okay, folks, that's not very clear coming by the way I was trying to show it to you, but I'm just saying, yeah, if you go on Facebook, I click, there's a whole bunch of videos and things in this in this Asbury Hall, and one thing that we haven't seen in some of the, the fake revivals that I've seen before was people flip-flopping on the floor and barking like dogs and all kinds like that. You know, um, this, uh, look, this hall that I'm looking at looks like it's packed to full capacity, and uh, they say, though, but it's it's, an, it's spreading to other universities and things. And so we will see. We will keep an eye on it for you. <coughs> um, so amen. And that was a very good uh, Romans 12. That was a really good thing for it to be based, you know, for it to come out of. But remember, this was a spontaneous thing. It wasn't a planned thing or anything else. Anyway, um, uh, he's... Oh, a Pentecostal church barking like that. Okay, Frank. Yeah, but, yeah, we won't go into that. I'm not going to get into that debate tonight. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Um, speaking of things, uh, oh, well, I'm even looking at the wrong thing here. Anyway, uh, okay, where am I at? That's what I want to do. I want to talk about the Mission Church briefly before we get into today's real subject, because we have a lot to talk about with that. Um, what's going on to Mission Church? How are we doing? Well, I really need to stock some vegetables, some fruits and stuff. Number 10 cans of food, Number right. 10, okay, yeah. so so give me an estimate of how much money we need. Oh, I don't have any idea. Never mind. But yeah. That is the stupidest question to ever ask my wife because she doesn't want to ask you for a nickel in the first place. But um, so what, what let sure. me go like this. What's a can? A well, big, because I don't know how much number 10 cans of vegetables are, or not vegetables I do, but fruit I don't because I've not had to buy those. Those have always been donated. But I, the last time I looked, I think they're like eight eight. Dollars or higher a can. I'm not they were sure. they were eight, they were about they were seven to eight dollars a can, but yeah. that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. So we had, so there, we had they a good supply, be, but that supply's gone. Okay, okay, but how much are your vegetables? Um, they're up to six something a can. Six something a can. Okay, how many cans of vegetables does it take you to feed one hundred and twenty people? Six to eight. Six to eight. So she so for every so you're talking about. We need about 16 cans together of vegetables or whatever, you know, if we're going to feed it. Vegetables and fruit, you know, if you're going to do it both in the same meal. Yeah, but I don't. I either do fruit or vegetables because I've got a three. I got a main dish, then I got a fruit or a vegetable, a two donuts, bread and butter, and that's the way my trays are. So I have one tray to fill, and it's either fruit or vegetables. Because, well, not only that, but also costly reasons, because it's $45, $50 for the fruit or $45, $50 for the vegetables. So if you do both, that's $100 just for the fruit and the vegetables. Okay, well, see, now now we, we, (laughs) hey, listen, we got what we wanted out of her. She don't realize she doesn't Well, you don't ask the right question the right way. Uh, Anyway, so so there's the point. It takes 45 to 50 bucks. Per meal, and so you For know, right box. now. So right now, we could realistically, at least, we need at least about five hundred or more to stock. So you can see where we're at financial wise for just fruits and vegetables. How are you doing on meat? Well, there's the other thing. Just for the main dish, which is the meat, is ten pounds of meat is forty-five to fifty dollars just for that. Okay, if you get the hamburger, and that's usually what I use, but. You can get chicken cheaper, but I still need 10, 10 to 12 pounds of meat. So let's just call it another $50 for the meat dish. That's just for the meat part of it. Then you have the pasta, which I use 12 pounds. 
depending on where you buy it, it's a dollar a pound, so there's $12 for the pasta. Well, if you use pasta, don't you use, uh, isn't there some more Diced expensive? tomatoes, and the diced tomatoes are four fifty a can, and they're number 10 cans. I only use two of those, so there's another $10. Then the sauce, I use, um, I did find my uh, crushed tomatoes again, and they're uh, six-something, I think almost $7 a can. So there's another, because I only use one per meal with those because they're expensive. So there's another $7. So you take meats, what is that, 50 60 70 $80, $80 to $100 just for the main dish in the plate. Yeah. So there's but these are feeding, this is feeding 100-plus people, too. So we're talking about roughly, and and, and I do say roughly because we're some of the things that we have around or we get donated bread or whatever, but we're talking at least $150. Um, just for the meal. Just for the meal. So you're talking about it's at least a buck a person. Because I get the rest donated. I get the donate. I get the donut. Uh, the donuts or the sweets, whichever I put in there, they get two sweets. It doesn't matter what it is. There's no sweet. Mainly, unless they sell out or I run out, donuts. But then I also substitute with other sweets that we get that are all donated. And the bread now, because it was costing me thirty-five to forty dollars a meal when we got up to that many. So I use the donated bread now. So just without any of the donated stuff, it's still $150 Okay, so for one day. For one day, right, 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 right. So here's the point, folks. Pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. We are the last hope for so very many. We are responsible, folks, every one of us, every one of us. We're all responsible to care one for another as we are brothers keepers. All donations. You know, you heard a lot of money being paid here, but all donations, you know, whether it's a $10 bill or a $1,000, uh, helps. And if you think we're getting rich off this, think about another thing. We're not. We're I get $2 donations that come right when I need $2. So yeah, every dollar penny counts. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and they're so thankful. Even like one guy here the other day gave us ten dollars. You know, he he lives across the street in a motel. But anyway, the father notices all donations that come from where your heart, folks. If you don't wish to help the poor, consider a donation for radio airtime. It's not free, and donations do keep us on the air. Now you can donate online by cash app or over the phone or by mailing a check or money order. And you can find all the information where? ProphecyHour.com. That's ProphecyHour.com. And you can also find it at WichitaHomeless.com if you don't want to go to ProphecyHour.com. But ProphecyHour.com is the best place to go because it's basically going to direct you over to ProphecyHour.com. So if you don't wish to help for again, consider a donation for radio airtime. Okay, and I think most of you folks have heard about the train crash, right? Um so we're going to dive right into... Train crashes. Okay. We'll get into that. Start with this. Vinyl chloride turns to mustard gas when burned acid rain when bonded to water. Okay. Now, vinyl chloride is what was in these cars in uh, the Ohio Valley, you know, in Palestine. Where, what a name. Palestine, Ohio is the name of the place. And so this is where it's at. So we'll, let's go into it. So vinyl chloride, when you burn it, turns into mustard gas. What's mustard gas? I'll tell you ahead of time. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, that's the stuff that caused Agent Orange. No. No. Which, well, it was, it's, it's an agent that they used, the biochemical they used in the war. I do know that. What war? Vietnam. No. World War One. There you, yeah, you guessed it. I wonder why she didn't say Well, because I get the two mixed up. The Agent Orange was Vietnam. That was bon, uh, Alvin. That's what yeah, he got. Yeah, yeah, anyway, but World War One. Yeah, World War One. Yeah, they used mustard gas. Okay, and so this is what they did to the people. Say. Anyway, it says it turned, it says vinyl chloride turns to mustard gas when burned and acid rain when it bonds to water. They knew it, and they did it anyway. Mustard is trending, and not because of the, con- the condiment. Condiment. It's one of the chemicals that is leaking from the Ohio train explosion. In uh, is physagene, physagene, gas. Stop. The first time you said it right. Physagene. We'll call it that. Uh, gas, otherwise known as mustard gas. 
That's why the fake news is silent about it, and that is also why people are getting sick and why animals are dying. Physogene is a, a highly toxic gas that has the chemical formula COCL or uh, two. COC12. Oh, COC12. And it, it is a colorless gas at room temperature, and it, is, and it was initially used as a chemical weapon during World War One. Visagene is also used in various industrial processes, such as in the production of pesticides, dyes, and plastics. Exposure to Visagene can lead to severe respiratory distress, and an inhalation of even a small amount can be fatal. Stop a second. That's why we made... After World War One, and they used mustard gas as what caused us to make an international world treaty to never use that use gases like that ever again because of this. Go ahead. Um, symptoms of exposure to physogene include coughing, tightness in the chest, difficulty breathing, and fluid accumulation in the lungs. In severe cases, exposure to physogene can lead to preliminary edema, which is a buildup of fluid in the lungs that can cause respiratory failure and death. Due to the extreme toxicity, physogene is strictly regulated in many countries and safety measures are in place to prevent accidental exposure. Workers who handle physogene are required to use protective equipment such as respirator, respirators and chemical-resistant clothing and to work in well-ventilated areas. Yeah, and for the record. I want to tell it. They told them you can go home, and they were wearing the suits. They were what? Uh, that's the first clue to turn around and not go home. Yeah, go right ahead. I, it, wow. And there was government people there that, okay, if the White House now comes and says, hey, we didn't okay it, yes, they did. There was government officials there that, from the government, from the trained people to the local government, all government people were there when they decided to light it. Go ahead. Mustard gas, also known as sulfur mustard, is a chemical weapon that was first used in World War One. It is a blister agent which makes, uh, which means that it causes severe chemical burns to the skin, eyes, and respiratory tract. Mustard gas is a various is a various vicious, vicious chemical uh, liquid at room temperature, and it can be dispersed as a vapor or aerosol. Mustard gas is a type of alkylating agent, which means that it interferes with the function of DNA and other cellular molecules. Uh, when it comes into contact with the skin or the eyes, mustard gas causes blistering and severe burns. If inhaled, mustard gas can cause damage to the respiratory tract, leading to breathing difficulty, coughing, and shortness of breath. Ingestion of mustard gas can cause severe damage to the digest digestive system, including abdominal pain, diarrhea, and vomiting. Mustard gas is a persistent agent. Uh, which means that it can remain on surfaces for an extended period, making it a significant, a significant hazard even after its initial use. Exposure to mustard gas can also have long-term health effects, including an increased risk of cancer and other chronic health conditions. Due to its extreme toxi toxicity, uh, mustard gas is banned under the Chemical Weapons Convention of 1993 and its production, stockpiling, and the use of and the use is prohibited under law. Under, under international. international law, however, there have been report reported cases of its use in com conflict zones and by terrorist organizations, leading to significant civil uh, civilian casualties and long-lasting environmental contamination. Okay, now this is spreading out. Now, this smoke plume that goes way up in the air, it's dispersing not only into the, to the, the Ohio River, which flows down and goes into the Mississippi. Now, this junk is all going in there, and they've already seen fish turning up dead and everything. And uh, they're telling people the water supply is okay, but, here's some, but they're also giving out bottled water. Um, but, oh and then with it being that big a deal, what did the Biden administration do? 
The Biden administration turned down a request for referral uh, for federal disaster assistance from the Ohio government. governor. Oh, the Federal Emergency Management uh, Agency, FEMA, told Ohio State government that it was not eligible for disaster assistance to help the community recover from a toxic spill. What? Go, FEMA the, believed the, accident, the incident didn't qualify as a traditional disaster such as a tornado or a hurricane for which it usually provides assistance. Right. Ah. Yeah. Can you believe those people? Yeah, well, see, because it's a, they're trying they're trying not to even admit, the, uh, the mainstream news is barely even touching this. They're trying not to admit that it's a disaster because they caused it. Blatantly, they caused it. They could have cleaned it up another way. They chose to burn it off at a controlled burn. And they knew that would turn into mustard right. gas. And, and, yeah. and, and let alone emergency officials responding to two or more train derailments, one in South Carolina and another one in Texas. And guess what? They're both carrying toxic chemicals. Yeah, and this all happens at once. Now, but this is, this is, for, and this is what I think it was orchestrated, and this is why. Security threat shows possible possible cause of East Palestine train derailment. In the shocking security footage obtained by the Pittsburgh uh, Post Gazette, the Norfolk Central, uh, Southern train that derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, traveled at least 20 miles with a malfunctioning axle. This video shows sparks and flames underneath the Norfolk Southern train, according to the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Footage of the train's fiery axle came from businesses in Salem, Ohio. At 12, at 8.12 p.m. on February 3rd, southbound freight train passed by Bootsy Bliss, an industrial equipment manufacturer in Salem. One car a few dozen behind the first locomotive glowed brightly at, on the bottom as it passed. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go into the rest of that because i got lots of things. Um, uh Here's the point, case in point. So we know that what caused it, that some actual happened. That could have been, you know, sabotaged and done. You know what I mean? Somebody could have made that actual malfunction, you know. I don't know how well they keep track of those things, like maintenance and stuff on those cars or whatever, let alone cars that carry toxic chemicals. But I do believe it was orchestrated because when you then you have two others going off uh, other places, but that isn't uh, even on end. Um, look at this. This read that. Wow! Huge five-acre fire breaks out at a warehouse storing plastic plant pots in Kissimmee, Florida. That that plastic chemicals going into the air to kill now the this, people. Oh, my goodness, their plan is so obvious. Yeah, well, it's just... Some simpleton like me can see it, and oh, my goodness. Oh, so my wife says she's a simpleton. Oh, that's different. Um, okay, but when, let's go back to the wow. our, our article. Yeah, that's, I'm that's, just going to cry. Don't do no good. No, you can't cry. Go ahead. None of them, no accident. Yeah, no accidents. The oblivious masses have no idea that they're being systematically exterminated by a series of planned, get that, planned disasters. This is Natural News by Mike Adams. The chemical weapon. The chemical weapons gas bomb that was ignited by the government authorities in Ohio was, of course, both an act of deliberate terrorism and a crime against humanity and the environment. And and, and accredited hazardous material, materials emergency response experts said that these chemicals should never have been set on fire by authorities. The burning of vinyl chloride, of course, releases... Uh, Pfizogene, a World War I uh, chemical weapon that maims or kills biologically beings on contact. Yeah, if you're alive and breathing and you contact it, and they've already had chickens dying and, and household pets dying in the same house that the people are in, you know, these things are going to have long-term effects on people. Go ahead. The train crash provided the perfect cover story for genocide 
genocidal government agents to essentially donate a detonate. Chemi- a detonate a chemical weapon bomb over prime farmland not far from heavily populated cities. The entire Hoover River Basin will be impacted by the fallout for years to come with massive die-offs already being reported and both soils and foliage to be impacted uh, with actual acid rain, uh, hydrochloric acid, uh, formed as the combustion products of vinyl chloride combined with the water vapor into the air. Uh, Not surprisingly, most people believe this was uh, all an accident, just like they also believe the COVID lab leak was an accident, and the vaccine injuries are an accident, and there is no accidents when it comes to the global genocide. All these things are being done for the purpose of the determined goal of global genocide and depopulation. Just one month ago, a large chemical plant exploded in uh, La Salle, Illinois, near Chicago, unleashing a huge toxic cloud of potassium permagramate. Okay, I don't know, but, but, but the point is, is so if we start poking around in this, is now we, we've seen three train crashes and then uh, a plastic plant's burning all at once, and then a, a month ago, a large chemical plant exploded. So what does he say? Um, the, pa- the pattern of the chemical accidents is starting to resemble food infrastructure sabotage. That's what I was just thinking, in which 100-plus food facilities have been burned over the last 18 months, clearly targeted by the government operatives, just as Dr. Andrew Huff recently warned me in an interview, a recent interview. The sabotage takedowns of the food supply, the pro, uh, provocation, provocation. provocation of Putin into World War III, uh, the deliberate dismantling of the emergency infrastructure. No, energy. Oh, the energy, yeah. The deliberate dismantling of the uh, energy infrastructure. There, I got it. Okay, depopulation of bioweapons in the jabs. Yeah, these are all being carried out to exterminate the human race and collapse the human civilization. Man, wake up. It couldn't happen at, at, you know, 20 years ago, people were too smart for all this stuff. And that says 99%? First, they had to make make all these people stupid first. And and there are so many stupid people out there. And they did it. Yeah. There are so many stupid people out there that it just drives me crazy. I don't even like to go to any store practically. And look at that. 99% of the people being exterminated continue to be oblivious to what's happening. Yeah, 99%. That means only 1% of the people know that they're doing it deliberately. Okay, stop. I want to throw this in real quick. Uh, GOP Senator says, lock your doors tonight after he got a classified briefing on unidentified objects. By the way, those other objects were just balloons. balloons. Okay, end of story. But this was from the Western Journal. A GOP Senator has been chilling, uh, it's given a chilling for uh, word warning to American people following a classified briefing about unidentified objects being spotted over the country. Republican Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana spoke to reporters following a classified briefing on numerous unidentified flying objects that's been spotted over America airspace in the last week. In his brief interview, he said he has been happening for longer than we have realized and called on Biden administration to be more transparent regarding what the objects were and if they posed a threat. Biden did come out and say they were basically balloons today. Now the cow is out of the barn, he said. The president and the director of the national intelligence needs to address it. They need to explain to the American people if they know what these things are and who put them up there and do they pose a threat to the American people, and the answer is no. How do they know that it's no, basically? It's clear to me this is not a recent phenomenon, and it's been going on for a long, long time. Then he ended the interview with a chilling warning to the public. Lock your doors tonight. Hey, I think we predicted in one of our radio programs in the past that uh, the next thing that they were going to use were was the aliens. We set up more and more. And, and uh, we are looking for the aliens. That, oh, no, they're coming, they're, they're coming. But there is that. I have watched so much footage 
of, of past history and newspaper reports, it would astound you to know how many people have seen legitimate alien F aliens of whatever they are. I call them aliens because I have no idea what they are. Where what they are, but they are legitimately seeing them. They've been legitimately filmed by police officers, all kinds of people. The question isn't if or what or you know if these are real, but what are they? And every message that's been sent by them said uh, that has sent by them through, especially through school children. There's been a couple of uh, sightings that's been huge schools of children, oh, and wow. they communicated to the children that technology is bad and you're on the wrong path. And that's been about what they've been saying. They, they even there's even a video of them uh, actually shooting down a nuclear warhead. Aliens did, or whatever they were kids. So I don't know what they are, but they are something to be addressed. Anyway, pray about it, folks. You can again, you can donate online, cash app over the phone, mail a check or money order. You can find all the information where at dot com. Right. If you don't wish to help with the poor, again, pray about a donation for radio airtime. Well, we really, really must remember, folks, that there is only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua, HaMashiach, who gave his life for repentant sins. And he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. Remember what, Mother? To always be a blessing to others and pray for the peace of Jerusalem because, like, praying uh, when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it's like praying for Messiah's return. Yeah, and if you read your Bible, your Bible, folks, cover to cover, it calls for us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And you know what? The peace can only be represented by one word, and that's Yeshua. Or two words, you show how much I have one more little quit. bit of it. Uh, remember it. that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Okay. Lord our God, Father, King Universe, asking you show how much his name. Father, that you would please, please, please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them. And Father, please be gracious to them and give them peace like no one or nothing else can but you. And you show how much his name. Folks, Till next week, this is Pastor Dan and Linda Callen saying goodbye and shalom. Y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for the Messiah's Branch.